Welcome to Directions in Rashi, a podcast that will help you understand individual comments from Rashi throughout the Chumash, and that will also introduce you to some of the general principles which I feel uh, directed Rashi in his creation of his commentary, and that will help us to understand his commentary better all around. One of the most well-known stories in the Chumash is, in fact, not written in the Chumash explicitly at all. Let us take a look near the end of Parshas Noyach, chapter Yud Aleph, Posik Chav Zayin. Ve'ele toldois terach, these are the gener- generations of terach, terach oilides Avram, terach fathered Avram, Es Nachor v'yes Haron, and two other brothers of, of Avram, Nachor and Haron, v'haron hoilides Lot, and Haron fathered Lot. Pasuk Chav Ches, v'yamas Haron al Pnei Terach Aviv, and Haron died, literally on the face of Terach his father. Rashi says the simple meaning would be that he died during his own father's lifetime. Be'eretz Meilad Toi, in the land of his birth, Be'ur Kastim, in a place called Ur Kastim. On this phrase, Al Pnei Terach Aviv, so Rashi begins with what we mentioned before, that it means that Haran died while his father was still alive, but then Rashi quotes a Midrash Agada. And we'll read, Yeshamrim, some say, Shal Yedei Aviv Meis, that Haran died because of his father. Shekaval Terach al Avram Benoi, because Terach lodged a complaint about Avram, his son, Lifnei Nimroid, in front of Nimroid, who was the local king, al Shekites es Selamov, because Avram had chopped down Terach's idols. This is the famous story that Avram, at some fairly young age, uh, discovered that the idols are meaningless. He had come to the conclusion that everything is created by Hashem and that it is only to Hashem that we should serve. And therefore, he cut apart, he broke his father's idols. And Terach was upset, and so he turned in his own son. He reported him to the local authority, to Nimroid. And Nimroid threw Avraham into a furnace of fire, into a burning furnace. The Horon, and Horon, now we have to understand that here, Rashi's primary intent is to explain the phrase, Alpanei Terach Aviv, so that Horon died because of his father, so Horon has to be part of the story here. Says Rashi, Horon was sitting there and he was saying in his heart or in his mind, If Avram wins this battle, if he comes out of the, the furnace unharmed, then I belong to him. I'm on his side, I believe in Hashem, and I'm with Avram. And if Nimrod wins this battle, meaning if Avram is burnt to a crisp in the furnace, so then Anim then I belong to him, meaning I belong to Nimrod, and I'm an idolater like all the rest. Ukshinitzal Avram, when Avram was saved from the furnace, 
So Amru Haran, Mishel Miyato. So then they turned to Haran and they said, To whom do you belong? Amalahem. Haran said to them, Amalahem Haran, Mishel Avram Ani. I belong to Avram. I'm on Avram's side. Avram was able to survive this ordeal. It proves that Hashem hu Elokim. So, Hishlichuhu the Kivshana Eish, they threw Horon into the furnace, Vinisraf, and he was burnt because he did not truly accept HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It was only a transactional acceptance. He said, if Avram is saved, then I accept HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if not, I'll do idolatry like the rest. So for that, he was burnt. V'zehu ur kastim. And Rashi concludes, this is the meaning, or the hint, that is included in the words bu'ur kastim. Literally, it means it's the name of the place where this event took happened. But Rashi says that it is a hint to the fire, or can also mean fire, or of kastim. So this is the famous story about Avram Avinu. As we see here, it is not told explicitly in the Torah. The super commentary, Maskil the David, in fact, asks. Why isn't this miracle written explicitly in the Torah? He does not elaborate on the question, but presumably he means that this seems to be a very important story. This story, this event, seems to explain why in next week's parsha, Avram is chosen by HaKadosh Baruch Hu to go to Eretz Knan and to become the father of the Jewish nation. So it seems to be such an important story that the Maskele Dovid asks, why isn't it not written explicitly in the Torah? The Maskele Dovid gives us a very interesting, and I would venture to say a, an elaborate answer. The Maskele Dovid explains that HaKadosh Baruch Hu knew that someday, roughly a thousand years after this event, the Jewish people would go into exile into Babylonia, following the destruction of the first base of Mikdash. And there, there would be three young righteous men, Hananiah, Mishoel, Vazariah. And they would be uh, challenged. They were told that they must bow down to an idol. And if not, they will be thrown into a burning furnace, similar to what happened to Avram. Now, Kodesh Baruch Hu did not want people, did not want the nations to think that when Hananiah Mishol of Azariah willingly entered the furnace, when they were willingly Moiser Nefesh, people should not think that they only did this because they knew what was written in the Torah about Avram, that when Avram underwent a similar ordeal, he was saved. And therefore, they assumed that uh, they could be saved also. Now that would be somewhat of a lessening of their greatness. It's not such a great thing to take a risk when you're really guaranteed that you know how it's going to come out. So therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu hid the nace of Avram Avinu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not write it explicitly in the Torah. It is only hinted at in the words, Al Pane Terach Aviv, as we explained before. 
And this, says the Maskele David, was Lechvaidam. This was for the honor of Hananiah Mishol Vazarya. He says, She Yefarsim, Yefursam Be'ene Ha'olam, Shemaso Atzmam Alderech Lamus. That it should be publicized, it should be known and obvious to the, in the eyes of the whole world that they were Moser Nefesh, that they sacrificed themselves, Aldas Lamus, on the opinion, on the, on the condition that they very well may die. In fact, they were saved. But no one should think that they were only willing to undergo this challenge because they knew that they would be saved just as Avram Avinu was saved. We should note that uh, the story, the events of Hananiah Mishol of Azariah took place roughly a thousand years after the event of Avram being, being thrown into the furnace. Of course, in the eyes of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, a thousand years is like a day. Nonetheless, I think if I had learned this answer of the Maskil the David uh, back in my yeshiva days, I think if, uh, if I had learned this with the Chavrusa once upon a time, I think we probably would have applied the Yiddish insult of a tsuga klepteteretz. This is a patched-on answer. It seems like he's answering the question, why isn't this miracle stated explicitly in the Torah by patching on something from a thousand years later from, from, from the other end of Tanakh, uh, patching on a, a, a narrative which is, which is not hinted here, hinted to at all here. It, it seems somewhat artificial. Before I attempt to give some clarity to the words of the Maskele David, let us go to another point, another interesting point made also by Maskele David regarding this event that occurred with Avram and Horon, and another one after that, which is made by Rashi in another place. The Maskele David here quotes the Bracious Rabbah, the Medrash, that says regarding Horon, Shinechmeru b'nei meyov, that he was burnt in the fire, in the furnace, but his body was not actually burnt, only his benemeayim, literally his intestines, his innards, were scorched. In other words, when he was pulled dead out of the furnace, his body was intact. Only some of his internal organs had been somehow burnt by the fire, and that had caused his death. And the Maskele David says, he explains why this happened in this way. I'll read a few words. He says, Tam Lezeh, a reason for this is as follows. Kedeshia for Samla Kol, in order that it should become well known to everybody, Shaloi Nisraf al Mikra, Biderech Teva. It should be known by everyone that Horan was not burnt al Mikra as a sort of a coincidental thing, Biderech Teva, that happened by the way of nature. One, no one should think that he was burnt the way it would normally expect it to be happened to a person who was thrown into a fiery furnace. Because if that was so, if this were simply a natural event, so his entire body would have been destroyed. He would have, his body would have become ashes within the furnace. However, with this, 
through the fact that his body remained intact and it was only his inner organs that were burnt, thus causing his death, Yedu hakol elokes. Then everyone will know that what happened to Horon was Bahashkacha Elokis, it was by divine providence. So the Maskala David is saying that Horon was killed in a very fantastic, miraculous way. Although his entire body was thrown into the furnace, none of his body was damaged except just those internal organs which caused his death. And the reason for this is so that everyone should know that this was not a natural occurrence. This was miraculous. Now here we can ask a different question. Why is it so important? Or actually a similar question. Why is it so important what people will think about this? The main thing would seem to be that Avraham, for his trust in Hashem, was saved, and Horon, who did not really trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he was, as the Maskele Dove has said, he was straddling the two branches. He said, if Avram wins, I'm with him, and if Nimrod wins, I'm with him. So Horon, who did not truly trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he was killed. Why is it so important that everybody has to know that the cause of his death was supernatural? And now, one more interesting tidbit about these events before we attempt to explain everything. In Parshas Lech Lecha, Rashi makes reference to this event of Avraham being thrown into the furnace. It is told in Parshas Lech Lecha that there was a war between four very powerful kings on the one side and five kings on the other, Amongst the five kings were the king of Sidaim and the king of Amoira. And for whatever reason, Avraham sided with the five kings. And it says here in chapter 14, uh, Pasuk Yud, we are told that uh, Melech Stoim and Amoira were uh, losing a battle. It says, the Emek Hasidim, Beirois Beirois Chemor. There was a place called Emek Hasidim, the Valley of Sidim, and it was it consisted of uh, wells or springs of Chemor, of tar or bitumen. Vayanusu Melech Stein Veamora, and the king of Sidim and Amora, they fled to this place of Emek Hasidim. Vayipalu Shama, and they fell there. Vahanishorim Heranosu, and the rest, uh, they all ran each one to uh, to the closest mountain. Now Rashi says, Rashi here quotes a midrash regarding this place that was full of springs or pits of tar. He says, Midrash Agada, Shohoya Hatit Mugbol Behem. There is a Midrash Agada that the, the mud or the, the tar in these pits was kneaded with these two kings. In other words, they, were, they fell literally into these tar pits. V'nasa neis lemelech sedaim, but a miracle occurred to the king of Sedaim, Shiyatsam Isham, that he was able to get out. Now the question is, we know from 
earlier in Parshas Lech Lecha, that Sedaim was uh, not exactly a very moral and righteous place. So why was this miracle done for the king of Sedaim? So Rashi says, There were amongst the nations some people who did not believe that Avram had been saved in Urkastim from the fiery furnace. Some people didn't believe in that miracle. They thought it never happened or there was some kind of trickery going on. They didn't believe it. But when this person, when the king of Stoim was able to escape from the tar pit, so then the people believed in the miracle of Avraham retroactively. Now here too, we have a similar question. Here too, we see that there's an emphasis on what the people in general believe. It would seem to us that the most important thing about the narrative, about the event of Avraham being thrown into the furnace, is that because of his righteousness, he was saved. Why is it important that some people didn't believe it? To the point that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made a different miracle for a person who was decidedly not righteous, only so that people should understand that there's such a thing as miracles and that retroactively they should believe in Avram. In fact, in all three of these points that we have made, there seems to be this emphasis on whether people believe in the miracle. In the, in the case of Hanani Mishol Vazariah, the Maskil David says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu went out of his way, so to speak, to make sure that everyone should know that when they were Moser Nefesh, when they sacrificed, sacrificed themselves, that it was done for the purest of intentions, and they did not have any advance notice that they would be saved. And in the case of Horon, regarding the fact that his body was left intact and only his innards were burnt. The Mosque of the David said, it's so everyone should know that his death was, a, was an act of divine providence and not merely a natural event. And in the Rashi that we just read, there's an emphasis that we see a point made that some people did not believe in Avraham's miraculous escape from the furnace, and therefore Hashem did another nace, so people should uh, believe in it retroactively. What is this emphasis on what people will think? I believe that the answer to all of these questions can be found in the words of Rabbi Yeruchim Levavitz, the great Mashkiach from the Mir Yeshiva. In his Sefer Das Torah, on Parshas B'Shalach, Perek Tezvov, Posik Base. The Mashkiach explains as follows. We'll read a few words. Ki bechol neis v'neis Baruch Hu ose. Regarding every miracle that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does, Ein ha-tachles ki im masa ha-tshuva v'ha-purkon al yedei neis The tachles, the purpose of a miracle, is not merely the act of of salvation that comes about through the miracle. 
when we talk about, for example, Kriyas Yamsuf, the splitting of the Red Sea, the main purpose was not to rescue the Bnei Yisrael, who were uh, being attacked from the Egyptians from behind and who were facing the Yamsuf from in front. That is true. They were saved from that predicament. But, says Rabbi Yerucham, that's not the main point. He says, Lo hu This is not how it is regarding a miracle. Rather, he says, Kol inyin shel hu gilui. The whole matter of a miracle, the whole idea of a miracle is gilui, revelation. Hisgalus al There is a hisgalus, there is a revealing of Hashem's name, of Hashem's nature, of Hashem's identity through the miracle. Kloimar, this means to say, Hashem, that it becomes revealed in front of us the name of Hashem, who Hashem is. And I would venture to say that included in this idea is that every miracle, certainly the miracles that are recorded in the Torah, they reveal something about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and they reveal something about our relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The nais is done for us. And so therefore, it's about HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the sense of how does HaKadosh Baruch Hu relate to his world and to his people in particular. Based on this idea, we can answer or clarify all three of the points that we made. The Mosque of the David explained that the reason that Hashem did not put the story about Avram Avinu and, and, the ferny, and the fiery furnace, why did Hashem not put that into the Torah explicitly, is because is so that people should not think that some thousand years later that Hananiah, Mishoel, Vazariah only allowed themselves to be thrown into a fiery furnace because they were sure that they would be saved just as Avram had been saved. People should not think that. And therefore Hashem did not write the events about Avram Aminu in the Torah explicitly. Why was it important what people think? According to Rabbi Yerucham, it's very important. Because what was the whole purpose of the nace that occurred at Ur Kastim, the nace in which Avram was saved from the fiery furnace. The main point was not that he should be saved from the fiery furnace. Kodesh Baruch Hu can save people in many different ways. Kodesh Baruch Hu can arrange it so that one's rescue from a certain situation could be much more uh, natural looking. That's not the main point that Avram was saved. The main point was is that a Kodesh Baruch Hu was revealing himself to Avram Avinu. He was creating a revelation and he was showing that one needs to trust in a Kodesh Baruch Hu, not in a transactional manner like Haran, who said, whoever wins this battle, I'll join his team. But rather, it must be one must serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu and one must trust in a Kodesh Baruch Hu with an absolute trust, meaning... What Hashem does, that's fine. That's what's for me. I have no opinion. I don't know what's going to happen. What Hashem does, that's going to be the best. And that 
is something that in a thousand years' time, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu would have written the story of Avram Aminu in the Torah, that Nakuda, that point, would not have shined forth from the actions of Hananiah Mishol of Azariah, and it would not have shined forth from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who miraculously saved them. So in order for the miracle of Hananiah Mishol of Azariah to accomplish its real purpose, which is to reveal to cause a revelation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the world. Therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu had to manipulate, so to speak, the events about Avram Aminu and not write them in the Torah directly. Now we go to the second point made by Maskell the David, that Horon's body was not burned, only his innards were burnt in such a way to cause his death. But his body remained intact, and the Maskell the David says the purpose of this is so that everyone should be able to see that his death was not simply an act of nature, but it was an act of divine providence. And here again we see that it's not mainly important whether he's saved or not saved. That's not the main thing. The most important aspect of a nace is that it is his galus shmoyiz borach. It is a revelation of Hashem's name, Libriyosov, to his creatures, to his creations. And therefore, if Horan would have been killed in a way that many people would have thought that it's nothing special, so then the miracle of saving him would not have fulfilled its purpose. So therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu uh, killed Horon in such a way that it was clear that it was the hand of God that killed him. And finally, we go to Rashi's comment in Parshish Lech Lecha, that when Avraham was saved from the furnace, there were some people amongst the nations who did not believe in that miracle. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sometime later made another miracle for the king of Sidaim. And after people saw the miracle of the king of Sidaim, they then believed in the miracle of Avram retroactively. And we asked, well, why is it so important that some people didn't believe in the miracle that occurred to Avram? The main thing is, he was miraculously saved from a, from a fiery furnace. But the answer is, that's not the main thing, as Rabbi Yerucham teaches us. The main point of the miracle of Avram being saved from the fiery furnace was that there should be a gilui Hashem, there should be a hisgalus, there should be a revelation of Hashem's abilities, of Hashem's nature, of how we need to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That purpose was not completely fulfilled because there were some people who didn't believe that it ever happened. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, was forced to perform another miracle so that people should believe in the miracle of Avram Aminu retroactively. Thank you for listening to Directions in Rashi with Yochanan Joseph, author of the book Directions in Rashi, available from Feldheim Publications. Production aspects were carried out by Minagain Music. Visit them online by going to facebook.com slash minagainbemore.